last year, nearly 40% of Americans delayed or skipped medical care due to costs. TaylorMed offers a comprehensive solution. The nation's largest network of patients, providers, pharmacies, life science companies, and other partners dedicated to improving healthcare affordability anywhere a prescription is written or dispensed. TaylorMed's innovative product suite empowers network constituents to improve patient experience and outcomes while boosting their own financial health. Its best-in-class platform proactively identifies patients in need and automates enrollment in cost-saving resources, spanning more than 60,000 assistance programs and over 1,000 chronic conditions. By matching patients with the right resources at the right time, TaylorMed enables pharmacies and providers to reduce prescription abandonment, boost adherence, and increase revenue. To learn more, head to www.taylormed.co. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. My name is Dr. H, and I am your host. Thank you for tuning in today as we dive into a new topic around concierge fitness. Ward English is a health coach to high-performing athletes and a U.S. Army vet. He transitioned his career away from pharmacy and started a company called Catalyst Performance. Warren and I became fast friends, and I want to give him the opportunity to discuss what it means to go from pharmacy to fitness. Warren can be found on all social media platforms at the War English. He has a lot of cool tips and tricks to help you get started on your health journey. Take it away, Dr. H and Warren. I'm here today with my good friend, Warren English. Warren and I met through Sports Pharmacy Facebook group, and I quickly found out we actually live in the same city, which was, which was cool's, cool as hell to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I asked him if we could meet up, get some coffee. And of course, he humbly obliged, which is, you know, such a nice guy. It was, it was great to meet him. Um, and then I got to learn more about Warren's story and his hopes and his, what he hopes to accomplish in the future. Um, now, I don't want to spoil anything because I, I really want, I want you to hear it from him first. Um, so Warren is going to tell us more about his vision of what I, what I like to call concierge physical fitness. Um, as, as a lot of you guys might know, is that, you know, me being, you know, the bougie person that I am. I like being everything, you know, serviced around catering to every single person, especially when it mm -hmm. comes to both health and wellness. Um, mm -hmm. And when, when Warren told me about, you know, Catalyst Performance, I was like, man, this is this is amazing. I was I was so glad to hear more about it. And then he, when he came by the pharmacy, he showed me um, showed me more in detail as far as what Catalyst has to offer. So first, man, Warren, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I've been looking forward to this call. <laughs> it's, good to see, it's good to see you, man. I'm, uh, I know we're here on an early Sunday morning, but and you were able to make some time for me, bro. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. So, so Warren, tell me, tell me a little bit about, tell us, excuse me, tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you uh, when you moved to this country and a little bit about your background. All right. So my background is. Uh, I born and raised small island in the Caribbean called Antigua, right? You could drive end to end 40 minutes, not a lot going on. Um, after I graduated from A levels, I think what you guys call high school here in America, uh, I went to South America, Guyana to study pharmacy. So I went to pharmacy school four years. Uh, very, very fortunate to have gotten my green card 
uh, in my third year, just before I finished. Uh, what the story behind that is my, my grandpa, he, he's been here, living here for a while. And when I was nine years old, to, I didn't know this, but I, when I was nine years old, he put in an application for me to get my green card. And uh, when I turned 20, you know, he, he hit me up while I'm there in Guyana, South America, and be like, hey, all right, son, you're going to move up to America uh, when hey, you're what? done school. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, this old man, he's going crazy. What's happening? Um, but yeah, he, he wasn't joking, man. And then I, I moved up here, uh, 2020, middle of the pandemic. It's pretty rough, but um, I, I managed to stick it through. Uh, decided to get myself going with a career in pharmacy. First job that I worked was in CVS. Um, and I thought that that was the long-term vision for me, you know, because the, the goal for me was like, you know, having a role in health and, 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 and helping make the world healthier, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the issue that I had when I started working there, I don't know, um, I know, you know, they make a lot of jokes in the, in the group of uh, the Facebook group about CVS, <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it was, it wasn't a very good experience. Um, Listen, and- we'll, we'll never, we'll never bad mouth any pharmacy people here, of course, but uh, I started my career at CVS, but I am no longer with CVS. Just like you, you started with CVS and no longer with CVS as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not bad mouthing anybody, but you know, success <laughs> leaves clues. They're, they're good at getting people out of there. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so I, I i didn't like it in terms of what i saw in terms of actually helping people get healthy and improving their lives it just didn't make sense and for me um i'm i'm not a person that accepts let's say less you know and don't really like if i if i want to get something done i want to be able to get it done in the best way possible and um and then it also wasn't very fulfilling for me uh in terms of the impact that I was having, I thought I could do more. So I left that behind. Um, I also, I tried to, so I left that behind. I thought that maybe getting into the realm of research would have been more interesting for me. Um, so I, uh, I decided to apply to grad school. Um, I was fortunate to have gotten into NYU. I was doing a, a, a master's in bioinformatics and uh, the research I was doing, I was in New York Genome Center uh, I was doing research on um, epi, epi, the epigenome uh, as it relates to the uh, specific breast cancer cell type. Um, wow. Amazing experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Research is great. The information is great. Uh, grad school in and of itself, I did not, I did not enjoy it, I, I think. <laughs> and it's School's not tough, because, man. School's tough. Well, well, the thing is, like, I have no problem with that. I did well. Um, I ended the semester with uh, a 4.0 GPA. But the thing is, for me, um, it just didn't seem worth the money, you know? Uh, so after one semester, I left because I, I, I so before I went to grad school, I didn't want to go into like debt or anything like that. So I, I decided to, to join the reserves, uh, just kind of give myself one, a little bit of a, a, a push forward. And then, um, to 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 get get some money to go to school. Military gave me thirty k one semester at NYU. Thirty k. Jeez, that's so crazy, man. Yeah. So after that, you know, I was just a little bit frustrated, um, and it, it's just it just ended up seeming like a designer degree. The people that I met there were not as impressive as I thought they would have been. You know, me as an immigrant <laughs> from the outside looking in. Um, yeah, and 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 then I just you know. Yeah, 
just frustrated. So I decided to leave and I decided, okay, you know what? I've been, I've been in fitness for a long time. And what I've, year was this? What year was this Warren? Sorry. So yeah, I left, I left NYU in 2021. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I left all that behind. Uh, and then I decided to get back into fitness because I knew that the knowledge that I had with from fitness and health, um, based on my previous experiences, uh, could definitely help people and I could do it in a better way. So I, I, I did that. And then I decided to get into the online space in terms of, um, uh, helping people achieve what they want. Cause I, I saw that as a, a, in this day and age, you're able to impact a lot more people through the online realm than you are to do in person, right? Like, so like physical, personal training, it's valuable. It's great. However, you know, the impact that you have is just way lower and my biggest thing is impact. So mm-hmm. I invested in a mentor um, to help me get my business off the ground uh, right after I got out of NYU and then um, been building it. And then uh, I left New York City because I was living in New York City when I came to America at first. Uh, I left New York City in August of 2022. That's when I mm-hmm. came to Frisco. That's mm-hmm. when around the time that we we ran into each other. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, here I am building Catalyst Performance. I want to I want to talk about our, uh, my city first for a little bit, if that's OK with you. You know, absolutely. Cool? I love it. I love so, it here, man. <laughs> so it's just listen, I'm, I'm from the East Coast. I went to school in North Carolina, I went to school in Virginia, and then I, I moved out here and North Carolina will and Virginia will always have a soft spot in my heart, always. But I mean, I've been here for ten years now here in Frisco, and you know, my wife and I we we built a house here, we got married here, I bought a business here, so it's like I'm 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 invested in Frisco, and I mean, I'm sure you saw all the cool things coming this way, other than you know mm-hmm. PGA and uh, Universal Parks is two and a half miles away from my house, which is. Oh man! Crazy to me. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, you're, I, you're, I'm, I'm done. That's it. You're like, in prime like, prime line. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't. I, one can't afford to move anywhere else, and two, there's no reason for me to go anywhere else. Like we have, you know, everything here. So yeah. Um, Frisco is a great city. I think um, there's a lot of cool things happening, and the I will tell you when I moved here in 2012, the population of Frisco was just over a hundred thousand. Now it's up to 250,000 people live in the city, man. That's in 10 years, that kind of growth. And I, you know, the infrastructure is built correctly. The roads are being built correctly. So whoever is designing the city, hats off to them, man. They're, they're doing a great job. So I think you came to a really good location, especially based off of like what you want to do, Warren, after talking to you as far as like, and you know, I've, you know, I've chatted about like, you know, what, what, what your, what your vision is and we'll get into it. Um, I think you're in a prime location for that, man. I, I know a lot of most of your stuff is online. Um, but you're going to find the right kind of tell here. I can, I can assure you that. Yeah. 100%. Um, the people here have just been great. I mean, it's a huge contrast in New York city. I'll say that much. (laughs) I'm from the South, man. We bash the North all the time. They, 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 they can have their empire state building. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I know I have a couple of friends of mine that, uh, that are from the Jersey, New York area. And there's a reason they left there and moved to Texas. We'll just say that. How about that? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Sorry, man. So let's let's get into uh, let's get into Catalyst Performance because that that is what most intrigued me. And when when you what day did you came like about a week ago to my farm? No, a couple of days ago to my pharmacy, right? And yeah, I think it was yeah. last week Friday, bro. Yeah, uh, has it been that long? <laughs> God, dude, this is this is what I've been dealing with, man. Um, Amazing stuff, dude. I I really enjoyed the the app that you showed me, the the relentless feedback. And 
I just like how you talk to your clients. Hell, man, that's my favorite part is that it's just that open that you're comfortable doing that. I can't use some of the words that I use on this podcast, but that's okay. I mean, it's still like it's it makes people feel more comfortable. It make me feel more comfortable. I cuss like a sailor, but no, <laughs> I just you gotta, you gotta we gotta be careful, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, quite the following on Twitter and Instagram, which is great to see because that that helps get your message out there. Um, mm-hmm. So, so tell us about Catalyst, man. I, I, I want everybody to hear more about what what I consider the concierge physical fitness. Yeah, so with Catalyst Performance, what we're building, it is. Um, your one-stop shop for everything as it relates to uh, building your your physical health, right? And a, a large part of your physical health is not just the physical aspect of you doing the exercise, right? It's also what you put into your body, and it's also the 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 lifestyle and then the mindset. So for for Catalyst Performance, we have four pillars to success for clients, right? The first pillar is the nutrition, right? So we offer everything as it relates to that. We offer meal plans. Uh, we help you do macro tracking, which is ideally what we want you to get at because the goal is for you to be able to uh, sustain yourself long term, right? Change your habits once and for all. And in order for you to really learn nutrition, the best way to do that is actually being able to log it in some way. So you become aware. It's too many times I've, I've seen... Uh, clients start logging their nutritional. They're like, oh my God, I eat that many calories? There's no <laughs> way. You know, because people have no idea how much they eat. Like, oh, I eat healthy. I'm pretty sure I eat healthy. And then they start logging their nutrition, right? Because like in the first week, we're like, okay, you know what? We're not telling you to do anything. This is like your trial week before they officially start. You just log your food and see where you're at. And they're like, gosh, dang, I didn't know I eat so many carbs or so many fats, whatever it is. My protein is so low, right? So that's the first part, the nutrition. Then the second part is the training, right? Um, and uh, I think for the training, a lot of people misunderstand that they think they need to spend like hours in a gym, two hours per day um, and and kill themselves pretty much. But the reality is, you know, at, at bare minimum, you need to be able to get in there uh, at least what we, re- we recommend two times a week, 45 minutes each, right? And there's a way for you to structure your exercise uh, to make it that efficient, right? That, 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 that enough that is enough for you to be able to, uh, whether your goal is to drop drop fat or build muscle, that there, bare minimum, is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then there is the lifestyle section of it. So a lot of people have no idea how to design their environment or destructure their day in a way that they would be able to sleep well. Sleep is such a, a underrated, underrated, undervalued part of, you know, optimizing your physical health right because the thing is if you're not getting sleep what happens is your hormones are in balance you're going to have a higher appetite you're going to end up overeating you're going to be stressed out um even your testosterone levels drop especially for the men you do that long term it's not it's not it's not a good way for you so uh we we help educate with stuff like that as well and then the the last part is the i want to say the accountability section right where you could have the best training and the best nutrition in the world, but if you're not able to to stick to the plan, if you don't understand the plan, right, then you're not going to stick with it long term. So a big part of what we do is communication, right, and and giving you accountability. That's what the app is for. Like I showed you, you know, you miss a workout, we're on your ass. <laughs> you <laughs> <I> know, <saw. laughs> yeah, you know, you miss a workout, you're, but but also, you know, if you hit your workout, you do a good job. We're cheering you on because that's mm-hmm. important, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like the the positive reinforcement. Um, same thing with the nutrition. And then, um, another big part of it, you know, it's just 
having someone to to talk to about it because uh, I think, and I've seen this from my experience. You know, the hardest part about being healthy in an unhealthy society is is being able to be open about it, being able to 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 talk about the fact that you want to do this better for yourself, and then you know, not not getting judgment for it or being like, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a, a large part of what we do for clients with their ambition is, you know, they're able to have the conversation with us. And then, you know, at some point we even become friends because, uh, and that's how we have the open communication as, as you said. And, and, and it's a big part of helping people get to where they want to be. They need to be comfortable, you know, speaking with you. Um, So that's why we uh, we've designed it in a way that, you know, communication is the number one factor for, well, I wouldn't say the number one factor, but, you know, it's a very important factor in, in, in terms of actually helping you get the success that you want. So that's why we, we have 24-7 open communication at any point. So, you know, text messages are going all day. A big part of what we do is, is, is you know, having the conversations and educating and, and you know, holding accountable, giving you that support and that guidance that you need. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, man, you, I, I love the four pillars because they're they're just that important. So just to... Just a quick quick recap on the four pillars. You said the first one was nutrition, right? Nutrition. And then training. Training two. Lifestyle, right? Th- so that's three. Talking about, yeah. And then yeah. the last part is the accountability section. Accountability. Yeah. Um, one thing I did learn from you after our first conversation was that I was I was noticing something with my workouts was that I was trying to force myself to go like almost every single day of the week. And I noticed a quick decline in my not just energy, but like my actual workout, like level. I felt like I was, I was up to what, five days a week. And I was like, man, I just don't feel like, excuse me. Um, I just don't feel like I'm getting that, that oomph for my workout, like no matter what pre-workout you take or whatever. Um, I cut down to three days a week and I am going harder in those three days a week than I was total for my whole five days, man. And I, (laughs) this is a huge difference for me. And I can feel like even, you know, as the the gym, you know, I get to the gym at like five 30 in the morning, even at that time, I feel like I'm really getting a good like 45 minute workout. And I just feel like I'm much further along than I was before. And I'm definitely feel stronger. So that was, that was something what I took from you. And especially when you said two days a week, um, it's finding that happy medium for every single person, right? Yeah. For 100%. some people, they need to go every day. Some people, yeah. they just need two days a week. You're right. So yeah. it's, it's more personalized. And I think that's what, that's what intrigued me to what you're trying to do, Warren, and what you and your partners are trying to do is that you're, you're catering to people's needs rather than making the needs cater to the person, which I, which is what I, what I enjoy the, the most, man. Um, yeah. and the, um, yeah, like the, the, the feedback portion too, the feedback that you give to your, to your, to your, uh, your clients is, is what makes it the most helpful. And, um, that's how you keep people going. That's how you keep people going, right? Just the, the constant positive, negative, whatever feedback, that feedback loop that helps you keep people motivated. So it's, that's really cool, man. Um, so, now I, I want you to tell us a little bit more about like your your preferred clientele. Like what type of um, what type of people are you looking for as far as like who you specifically want to train? Um, who do you think would do well on your program? Yeah, so the the people that we have found that we do really well with as of right now are the very busy professional types. You know, like. The, the people who the last thing on their mind that they want to think about is 
setting up a workout routine or like or they just don't have the time or they just haven't prioritized it yet um the learning how to to eat well right and and being able to get the results from the effort that they put in because uh, what i found with a lot of so this we have a decent amount of people who are entrepreneurs um in the program and they entrepreneurs are people who you know they're hardworking. And they want to like optimize every area of life. But Are you talking is, to me, man? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. They want to. Yeah, they 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 look to optimize things, right? You know, they want to be efficient. Yeah. Well, uh, and um, unfortunately, you know, online, you're going to be able to find a lot of information. But the reality is that a lot of the information out there isn't isn't ideal, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, it isn't personalized. So what, what works for one person might not work for the other. So um, having to kind of one have that onboarding call that we have and really dive deep on on you know what what they're experiencing what they've tried and being able to uh, curate a, a, a system that works for them specifically uh, has been the game changer so mm-hmm. I, I found that we've had the best experience in terms of working with individuals like that uh, but that that isn't all we cater to right I think that's the, the bulk of, of it but yeah. um, we also work with uh, people who are, you know, not not entrepreneurs or like these high level executive types, but um, they they are willing, but but they do have a, a very deep pain that, that we do solve for. For example, we have people who uh, are suffering from these met- metabolic disorders, which is something I'll, I want to talk about later, um, mm-hmm. like type two diabetes, high mm-hmm. blood pressure, hypertension, and they've been suffering from it for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have not found <laughs> a decent solution to it yet. And, um, you know, they, they come into our program and, and their, their, their goal is to, which it should be to get off the meds. You know, right. these, right. these guys, these guys, they come in and an hour of a day of their life is waking up and taking the medications, yep. the, the oh. number of medications that they're on. Right. And I, I mean, I don't want to say the healthcare system has failed them. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make it, but no, but it's, it's easier to medicate somebody than to treat the root cause. That's the truth. That's the, that's the blatant truth of our world. Yeah. The reality is behavior change is very hard, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that's like the, the, the big premise of, of how we build our system so that we get results for people. It's based mm-hmm. on behavior change. And a big right. part of behavior change comes one with awareness, right? So they need to understand what their problem is. Right. And then once they understand what their problem is, we're going to educate them on how they can solve that problem. So once mm-hmm. you, you have the awareness, you need to understand what actually the truth, right, the mm-hmm. truth about um, how you could solve your problem. And then three is the execution, which can, can be the hard part. Right. Because right. what it comes down to is some simple repetitive stuff. I tell you what, it boils down to moving more, eating, eating, you know, the regular nutrient dense uh, mm-hmm. foods, getting your protein in and being able to, you know, cut down on the alcohol, get you seven mm-hmm. hours of sleep, you know, go for a walk every day, stuff like simple, very, very simple things. Mm-hmm. Right? But, um, you know, our minds are so thwarted by all the different information that we get outside. Uh, and, and it just, you know, it's, it's tough for them, but once they join, you know, and we have our calls, we also have like group calls where we, we educate on. So on Sundays we do mindset, um, Wednesdays we do uh, nutrition education and then 
Thursdays we do training education. So along with their individualized coaching, they also get to hop on the group calls um, to to listen in on different topics as it relates to those things. Yeah, yeah, and then you know we educate them um, because the reality is that those things are like super important to understand. Um, so as you said, we don't take a cookie cutter approach, right? We're not just, mm-hmm. all right, here's your program and do what you got to do. Like I said, figure it our, out. yeah, exactly. Our goal is behavior change. And in order for you to change your behavior, right? I'm not sure. I mean, you went to farm school. I think at some point they taught us this thing, you know, the behavior change cycle. You, you ever yep. remember that yep. thing? Yep. Right. Yep. So there's the awareness first. The first part mm-hmm. is awareness, knowing that you have a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. The second thing is learning how to deal with that problem and how, what actions you could take. And then the next step is actually taking the steps and then maintaining those steps. Right. So, right. Um, and I think in terms of the way that the med- healthcare system is set up, especially like working in pharmacy, um, it's, it's that you, 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 you get the medication, right. Um, and the doctor supposedly educates you on what you need to do um, in order to change uh, change they say lifestyle change right they say oh you know eat healthy you know walk more do whatever but the thing is how much has that actually worked just saying those things and unfortunately it, it just hasn't so th- th- right. that's the reason why we've designed the thing in the way that we've designed it um and uh yeah i that's I'm very With, unhappy. Yeah. When it when it comes to healthcare, I I will tell you a part of the problem <clears throat> is that you know doctors whenever they see a patient, insurance companies are only paying them for fifteen minutes of their time, so doctors are trying to get as many patients in at a time within that fifteen minutes and get as much information out there as they can. Right. So mm-hmm. if if you're only being paid for this much, this much, I'm only going to do this much. I'm not going to go above and beyond because I, I got to make a living, right? So that's just, that's how it is. And yeah, what you're talking about is bridging that gap, right? Is like bridging that gap between lifestyle modification, working out, and the feedback comes below it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, kinda, yeah. that's the way I see it, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you think think about anybody who goes through a, a, a change program because the reality is, what's happening when people go through this program? They're changing their lives. Mm-hmm. That is what they're doing. They're not the mm-hmm. same person when they come out the. the they're not the same person when they get out the program as they came in. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're talking about people who have been having like brain fog and, you know, not yep. being able to be efficient in their work and their business. You know, um, literally guys who suffer from erectile dysfunction and stuff like that. And they, they, they go through the program, they get their body in shape, they get their mojo back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're more confident. Um, they're, they're, they're able to be better in their work, better in their relationships, stuff like that. Um, because a, a, a large part of it is just having, you know, once you go through the process one time, and this is why I, I always like to say, and I, I say this from experience, you know, um, fitness is a catalyst for personal development, because once you go through that process, like you understand what it's like to change because mm-hmm. physical change, anything, you know, tangible changes in your reality only comes from uh, a, a change in, in the concept of what's going on in here. Again, that's why I would say, you know, awareness, education and execution. That's like how you do the whole behavior change process. Um, I love that, man. Yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's it's 
it, like you said, man, you know, it, 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 it's a whole process where you have to focus on um, not not just pushing a, a prescribed thing and just saying what you got to say. Like you, you really got to be able to have the support that goes along with mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is which is unfortunate. And, you know, again, it's just the way that the system is set up, as you said. You know, the insurance companies only pay for a certain amount. Um, the 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 drug companies, you know, they're they're just doing that's whatever. An entirely, that's an entirely separate podcast, man. Yeah, that, that's an entirely <laughs> We dive into issues of, of pharmacy and healthcare, yeah. yeah. Um, we have a couple more minutes here, Warren. Um, I want you to tell me a little bit about the um, – your vision for catalyst performance in the future and <clears throat> where do you see, where do you see this going? So the way that I want to see this going or the way that we want to see this going is we want to be able to make a dent in the uh, epidemic as it relates to, especially I want to say obesity, because even though, even though we do, you know, uh, catered for people, you know, in general fitness and whatnot, uh, a large proportion of what we do is, is fat loss, right? Because it is an impending issue in America, right? Um, mm-hmm. So you know, for, for context, uh, I think in the last, over the last 50 years or so, obesity has consistently been climbing up. I believe America at this point, uh, or at least in 2021 or maybe 2019, I forget where the statistic is from, but 42% of Americans are obese, right? My 42%. Goodness. My goodness. Right? Um, and based on uh, statistics, the projections, and this is from, um, I forget what journal it's from, but, but it's like a high, you know, one of those top journals. Um, I think the one uh, that you showed me was from the New England Journal of Medicine. Is what you ah, showed. there you go. New Eng- yeah, the, the New England Journal of Medicine. Um, the yeah. projection is that uh, obesity rates are going to be 50, 50% by 2030, right? Yeah. So half of America is going to yeah. – ever watched the movie Wally, bro? Do you remember? Yeah, man, that's, that's happening. Movie? That's happening right now. <laughs> that's happening. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this is, this is weird. Like, yeah. COVID – like everyone's staying home, everyone's front of a screen. I was like, is this what's happening? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's very unfortunate. So the goal is to, one, build a business that we are actually making an actual intervention. However, at some point, you know, with the advent of the online space, um, we can also start uh, doing more, let's say, courses for people mm-hmm. who, you know, are not able to access the, the actual upfront coaching uh, but offer that uh, as to, to people so that they can learn for themselves. Because again, you know, it's awareness, education, and then kind of having that support to go along with it, like the social aspect, um, in order to help you change your behavior. So we like filling that gap in there in terms of the education, so you know what really does work. Because mm-hmm. people are, you know, they think keto, they think vegan, they think mm-hmm. carnivore, and all. Mm-hmm. The, and the reality is, when it comes to long-term fat loss, right? In, there's only three things that when you boil down all the things. So why does keto work? Why does vegan work? Why does carnivore work? Why does why do all these things work? The reason they work is because one, they lead to a, a drop in your calories, right? That's the first thing. Um, they also have an increase in the volume, uh, or they they give you a decent increase in the volume of food that you eat, right? Um, that's if it works, right? So you're eating more fiber, you're, you're giving, eating more stuff that are less calorie dense, but has more weight in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, you're exercising regularly, you're moving more, right? Mm-hmm. And um, was there something else? So it's the calories, it's the volume, it's the exercise, 
and uh, and you're eating protein because you need to be able to maintain the muscle that you have in order to, because muscle is the most metabolically active tissue in the body, right? So the more right. of it you have, the more calories you're going to burn over a longer period of time. So right. that that there should be in any long-term weight loss, fat loss program needs mm-hmm. to be a priority, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. um, that, that's the only reason why those things work. But a lot of people are very confused with all the different things that are marketed to them because that's that's what they are. You know, keto is a marketing thing. Oh, yeah. Carnivore is a marketing thing. That was a big thing. Was a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Warren, yeah. um, I think we've said it all, man. And um, just to wrap this up, we uh, Warren has quite the following on social media. So if, if you want some good information and some, I would call them hot takes because – I enjoy reading them and I'm like, oh, look at this guy, man. This guy's <laughs> making lists for me, easy for me to read. Just short burst and I love it. Um, yeah. what's your what's your what do you where can they find you on socials? So for Twitter, they could find me at Warren English underscore. Um, and uh, they could find me the same on Instagram. I also have a larger account on Instagram. Um, it's at the Warren English. So W-A-R-R-E-N English. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I think you already follow me on the smaller one, but I have a larger. Uh, did you did you follow me? More importantly, <laughs> that's the that's the more important question. I got you, bro. I got you. All right, that, finally, my, God, dude. That's I thought my, we were friends, man. This guy. <laughs> I, th- I think I followed you on the smaller account, but I don't think that's I got fair, you on the bigger fair. one. Yeah, Warren Warren Catalyst Performance. Um, reach out to him on social media. Follow him. He's uh, he's got great information. Um, I'll put a link to their website and everything in the description. Um, Warren, bro, I, I appreciate your time today, man. Yeah, thank you for having me on, man. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider giving us a five-star review anywhere you get your episodes. Follow our socials for all up-to-date news at Sports Pharmacy Pod, as well as me, your host, at Dr. Mixalot on all social media platforms. We will see you next time when we discuss the transition from collegiate athlete to supermom with my with my episode with Dr. Taylor Gardner. As always, stay well, stay hydrated, and I will catch you next time.